from 1924 when he threw rocks around a canyon down into the modern age he's been a boon companion though many folks have seen him know now none of them have held him or brought a decent hand sample to dr jeffrey meldrum you're walking through the woods one night and you see a vague footprint Build a mold and cast that bitch, cause it could be a hit. But if you've never seen a Sasquatch, just seek and you will find. Because Bigfoot is a state of mind. Yes, Bigfoot is a state of mind. Hey everybody, welcome to The Hidden Zoo. Welcome back to The Hidden Zoo. It's been a while, where every week we make fun of an animal that probably doesn't exist. Um, I'm Don, with me as always is Blake. We're back. We are back. Oh, I heard myself. Yeah, you heard yourself. No, like in my in my in my cans. That's then. Maybe you're too loud on your end. I don't think so. Well, now it's gone. Yeah, because I'm not broadcasting you. Huh? Shouldn't be getting Fix, feedback yeah, from mine. Fix my me end. out. Yeah. Fix mine. Yeah. Cool. Technical talk. Great. So it's been a few weeks because Blake's on a movie. Yeah, we we finally they pushed it. So I just been pre-production nonsense for extra week we shark search we shark we shark tomorrow start shooting tomorrow so hopefully i won't shark tomorrow you don't hopefully. want to be in 100 degree sunshine for 12 hours after sharding yourself well i mean just grab some extra underwear while you're at home yeah i'll just bring some some backup pants yeah uh or a diaper That'd be so awful. Just get one in Spokane because it's way cheaper than oh, in just Seattle. Stew, just be stewing in a diaper for I'm sure somebody hours. would really get off on that. Yeah, not me, though. No. I'm into way freakier shit than that. <laughs> like naked ladies. Yeah, gross. <laughs> How weird. <laughs> Um, so we haven't done a show for a while because I was on vacation and then we were on vacation together with a couple of friends of ours, Alina, who we talk about cause she won't come on the show and Alex, who's been on the show. We tried to surreptitiously record in the cave. How did that sound? I mean, I haven't listened to it yet because I haven't, I'm afraid to tell Alina and have her just tear me a new asshole. <laughs> super mad but i guess if she listens to this episode she'll learn hey alina we surreptitiously recorded um see if anyone we know actually listens but the the sad part is i missed the best parts okay so let's tell them the story of the guy who didn't know what a cave was that this couple fundamentally or (laughs) they completely misunderstood the fundamental nature of a cave so we're in ape caves uh near uh, Mount St. Helens. And there are two ways to go through Ape Cave. There's the easy way where you take a nice flat path about, what, three quarters of a mile to where yeah, it tapers off. And then you come back to the entrance. And then if you keep going to the other side of the stairway, it's a mile and a half over some pretty hard scrabble rocks and a couple of climby areas. And then you get out somewhere else and you hike back to the trailhead. Which is way fun. Yeah, it was super fun. And... Most of the way back, we did both, and we did the easy one first. Most of the way back through the easy path, there's us four, and there are a few people behind us, all of whom have headlamps and backpacks and supplies for fucking caving. 
or just you know for the darkness yeah and and this guy and his girlfriend walk up and they just have their their cell phone flashlights that's it like, and the dude, the dude stops and says to us, "Man, we didn't know it was going to be so dark." <laughs> like, <laughs> what? You, and we look at it. That was hard to. I don't, know, I don't think any of us reacted because that was just like swimming up to someone in the ocean and then being. Did you guys know there would be this much water? It's so wet. I didn't didn't know it was going to be wet. It's, you're like half a mile into a cave. It's just, it's, and it's, yeah, it's still dark. dark. You know, like he and his girlfriend the whole time coming up to us, like, man, it's not getting any lighter. I, it's, I think it might be getting darker. It's it's at least the same level of dark. I was not prepared for this. It's at least as dark as it was <laughs> 200 yards ago. I think possibly darker. I thought this was going to be one of those light caves. The farther we get from the surface of the earth... It seems to be getting even blacker and darker. <laughs> There's way less sunshine down here in the earth. So they turned around after this fucking asinine statement and walked all the way back to the stairs with us. And then we kept going. And as soon as he's out of earshot, Blake's like, couldn't believe it was going to be so fucking dark. <laughs> just start ragging on this guy for like 20 minutes and 20 nothing minutes the entire week that's true all fucking week but like all nothing interesting had happened between him saying that thing and i had turned the recorder off then because oh uh, there are these people coming up who we don't know i don't want to record them and then put them on the show without them knowing like even it, it just seemed unethical even though they would never fucking find out um and then i turned it on after that because they were pretty far behind us but still, you know, close enough that we didn't want to talk shit. But nothing interesting happened. So I'm like, ah, okay, all the fun shit's played out. And I turn the, the recorder off. And then suddenly everyone's just like, oh, man, that fucking guy. Oh, I bet he goes to the library and asks why there are so many books. <laughs> so the whole week was. Oh, man. You know, uh, eating sweet and sour chicken. Saying, hey, did you guys think this food was going to be so Chinese? <laughs> you know, things like that. <laughs> this is both sweet and sour. I was not prepared for that. Man, I did not expect this to be so chickeny. <laughs> just stupid jokes, because oh my god, that guy's a fucking idiot. Uh, uh, just made a campfire. This was really hot. Man, it's a fire in this. It's like just... orange and dancing, and I didn't, I didn't know that was going to be the thing. They were almost to the end. I wonder what they were expecting. They expected. <laughs> something else at the end of the cave <laughs> a light at the end of the tunnel that's a lava tube so it just yeah. sort of it's pretty regular until it kind of necks down at the end and we had just come out of back from the narrow part where uh -huh. it ends. and they were not too they almost made it to the end which is the cell phone light yep which is kind of impressive on its own until we got to the hard section turned off our headlamps and relied just on a couple of light sticks, glow sticks, and realized that with enough eye adjustment, you could do it. You just have to be yeah. careful. Um, we tried the, had some, I got, had some glow sticks mm -hmm. just to play with because they're fun. Yep. We had a, yeah. we had a Sith yeah. one and we had a Jedi one. Yeah. And the green one was way better. Yeah. It was, it was real cool. Uh, we, we went to Ape Caves, which I feel like we should say was not named Ape Caves because of Sasquatch, but because it was, what, the ape troop of Boy Scouts who discovered it in the 20s? 
yeah, lame. Yeah. I was expecting Bigfoot shenanigans. And if you follow us on, on Twitter and Facebook, I posted a couple of pictures of Ape Caves and said, we're going to Ape Caves. Tomorrow we're going to Ape Canyon. And that was the plan. But every road to every trailhead in the entire park, except Ape Caves and this other one that was like a tiny little loop where we just kind of got lost and walked through a bunch of fallen trees and then went back. It was They were all closed due to snow still. Yeah. In what? First week of May? Yeah. So we tried to go through one that was like not recommended unless you have tire chains because we were in an SUV. And we turned around. It was actually pretty bad. <laughs> It wasn't I think great. We could have done it. We probably could have, but yeah, it wasn't Ape Canyon. Yeah, it wasn't worth the risk for not Ape Canyon. Yeah, and and then there were other trails that we could have tried on the way back. And Alina's driving, and we're like, "Hey, you know, we could salvage there. We go, we could go hike over there." And she's like, "Honestly, I just want to go to the canyon to get drunk now." Back to the cabin. Cabin. Yeah, she was fucking. She was just so pissed that our plans had fallen through every step of the way. She just wanted to drink. So, I'm over it. Yeah. So cabin. we we played uh, Betrayal at Baldur's Gate and cooked hot dogs over a campfire and made s'mores with Kit Kats. Oh, that was, that's that's it's, choice. Yeah, it is dope. It's way better than just chocolate. Highly, yeah, highly recommend. I, I love just chocolate s'mores. Kit Kats better. Way better. So much better than, than peanut butter cups as well. Oh, but yeah, it's great. It's just the crunch adds a texture that s'mores are sorely lacking. It's weird. And our, you know how, like, about 50% of the time your Airbnb has kind of a, a weird dude who lives next door? Mm, yeah, we had a weird dude who lived next door. And this one had one, and he recommended an excellent Chinese place. But I didn't know it was going to be so Chinese until we sat down and started eating. <laughs> and then I was confused. Who knew? Yeah, dude was like, yeah, it's we're rated one of the best Chinese restaurants in, in uh, the state. And we all had the same impression of, eh, it's a Chinese restaurant. It's going to taste yeah. like a Chinese restaurant. Oh, no, my friends. It was good. Oh, <laughs> fuck it. Like, the chicken was all just crispy fried deliciousness and nothing was oversauced and just, yeah. oh. And the, the amount of food was absurd. Let me look at the name of this place. I think I think Alina got four meals out of that one dinner. I got three. <laughs> and, like, I – nothing puts me down. I am a master of food challenges, and I got halfway through this plate. It was like, fuck, I'm done. So if you're ever in Kalama, Washington, go to the Lucky Dragon. Yeah, that's it, Lucky Dragon. And there's also a pretty sweet-ass uh, antique store. That was pretty good. Yeah, we didn't get anything. I There was a bunch of stuff I wanted. I just couldn't fit it into my luggage. But That was a cool spot. Yeah, Kalama, Washington, or Kalama – whatever it's good it's buy some good hiking buy a couple of good caves and uh say hi to weird bill was bill his name was it bill i can't remember now i've had to learn like 30 new names in the i don't week, yeah so. he he seemed pretty cool until we realized the thing around his neck wasn't like his uh his insulin monitor but it was his remote control shocker for his dog it was his dog zapper yeah yeah. I thought, oh, he's got a medic alert. Yeah. Oh, no. He's like, just yeah, he's just shitty no to bark. his dog. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it, it, the cabin was a good spot. Great fucking view. Just the river running next to we, we're Yeah, we're going to spend more time there sometime. Go just back. Get, just get, and, like, you can bring one of your cots, and I'll bring my wife this time. Okay. So, yeah, we didn't see any Bigfoots. 
to shame, but we did watch The Man Who Killed Hitler and then The Bigfoot. Did. And that's the subject of this episode. Because that's tangentially cryptid. It, yeah, it is. Well, it's not even tangentially cryptid. Yeah, it does feature. It features one. Yeah, they don't bury the lead. He kills Hitler, and 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 then in Act Three, he kills Bigfoot. Yeah. So there's, you know, a spoiler. He does actually do both of those things. Right. Yeah. It, it's it's like if Iron Man was called the man who gets trapped in a cave and then escapes and then builds an iron suit and kills a bunch of weapons dealers. Yeah, that'd be a pretty good, pretty good. Aim for that, <laughs> and also he's Iron Man, yeah, because he's he's yeah, and doesn't have a secret identity. I finally saw the latest Avengers. Yeah. Speaking of, yeah, I really liked it. Three hours of like, oh shit, oh shit, so long, oh shit. Don't worry, there was a small child behind me who every five minutes for three hours got to say, "Where's Spider Man? He's dead, which, son." Which I loved. I wanted. To- Oh, that's a good. I should have turned around and say he's dead, stupid. You didn't just see the last one. He turned to dust. Don't you remember? I don't feel so good, Mister Stark. He's dead. Shut up. Did. Also, Spider Man's not real. Shut the fuck up. And, and, and here in a minute, they're going to bring everyone back except Spider Man. Because fuck you, kid. No Santa Claus. Shut up. <laughs> Can't you at least cry or something so I'm not just annoyed by your question. <laughs> It had some pretty good timey wimey shenanigans. I like that. Yeah, I like that they did. They Doctor Who in it? They did, right? No, they. This is like the only one they didn't mention. They mentioned Bill and Ted, Hot Tub Time Machine, Ant Man's like all the other ones. Ant Man's like Back to the Future Two is full of shit, and then Act Two was Back to the Future Two. <laughs> it was fun. It was. I really liked it. Yeah. Um, I, I saw it, we saw it, my wife and I were in Vancouver before, okay, so we had a two-week vacation, we went to Vancouver for a weekend, and then we went on an Alaskan cruise, and then we were in Seattle, and then she went home, and then all of us did the stuff we just talked about. When we were in Vancouver, we took time from our vacation to go see this fucking movie, because we knew if we didn't, it would get spoiled for us. Last seats available, absolute front row, you know, where you want to sit when you're eight, and when you're 35, you're just like, oh, Christ. My neck. My neck hurts. I don't like this. And it wasn't one of the theaters with reclining seats. But, hey, we both really liked it, so it was worth it. And we didn't have cool. any shitty kids. Wait, that's not completely true. There was a shitty teenager behind us, but he was only shitty during the trailers. There's a preview for, uh, I think it was like a preview for the Good Omen series. And John Hamm comes on being, you know, awesome because he's John Hamm. And the kid's like, oh, I hate that guy. You What? You hate one of the sexiest men on earth who is good as drama and fucking comedy? Like, what the fuck's your pro- No, shut up. Reverend Gary Wayne Wayne? I wanted to slap him. Hate John Hamm. Little twat. Oh, what a twat. Yeah. It's just a fun word. So, um... You the man s- who killed the Bigfoot yeah. and also the Hitler. <laughs> that Yeah, in that order. Wait, no. That's pretty great if he was like... That's how they found him, was he killed Bigfoot in the 30s. <laughs> but there was another Bigfoot. And the government knew about Bigfoot the whole time. It was like, oh, this guy killed the Bigfoot? We should get him on this Hitler job. Yeah. So the uh, the movie's about what the title says, uh, and it stars... for a movie, that it's exactly yeah. what the title says it is. Yeah, it's uh, Sam Elliott is the star, and he carries a lot of the movie. Like, his, he's great. He's always great. But he is. It's just they don't have him 
the actual like well, killing Hitler's not him. Yeah, that was his younger. It was a guy playing a younger version of him in flashbacks. Or something. Yeah, he does a lot of walking around and looking at stuff. Right, and it's like indie movie nonsense. It, it was. It was definitely an indie movie in the in the same way that like a lot of the conversations felt like nobody would have this conversation in real life. The kind of conversations that only happen in indie movies. Yeah, like, whereas he, you're trying to be deep. Or, or like somebody says a thing, and a normal human reaction would be to go, "What the fuck?" and everyone just takes it. Like, no, it's like deep. I say deep statement. Mm-hmm. You have a counter deep statement. Like he, at one point. So okay, let's just recap the movie. So uh, when he was younger, and this is all told in flashback. Uh, Sam Elliott's character, his, his name was Cal- Calvin. Calvin, was yes. Calvin something. Uh, Calvin killed Hitler. And so we see a lot of flashbacks of him like sneaking through uh, Russia and the German countryside to get to Hitler, dressed as an SS officer. And it does. I love that scene, though, because he gives Hitler what appears to be an important message, and it's just an Uncle Sam wants you poster, and then he shoots him in the head. Like, that was pretty great. That was cool. Uh, but then it gets covered up by both governments and uh he lives a very lonely life because he was in love with this woman who died while he was killing hitler so like he missed the opportunity to propose to her and live a life and uh he gets like there's a scene in the barber shop where he's talking to his brother and his brother's like you should talk you should go fi- we should go fishing you never talk i barely ever see you and um, he gets in a fight with some dudes who are trying to steal his car and beats the fuck out of him. And he's just like lonely and sad. And then the government represented by, uh, Ron Livingston. Yeah, it was Ron Livingston. Yeah. Uh, from office space. Most yes. people probably yes. know him from, uh, and band yeah. Uh, I mean, he's great. He's in a lot of things and he's good. At, he's, he's good. Like he came off as a good G man. And then like some guy playing a Canadian minister of, Frenchness, I don't know. Uh, they're like, so according, hey, according to IMDb, has the wrong French accent. <laughs> he had a French, French, French accent, not a Quebecois French accent. Yeah, French accent, nice. and not a Quebecer French accent. <laughs> so they are like, okay, so there's a bunch of like sicknesses, and animals and plants are dying off in Canada. And it's the Bigfoot. Bigfoot is a carrier for this horrible plague. It'll wipe out the planet. And you are one of the three people who is immune to it. And you're the only one with the skills to track him and kill him. And he's like, oh, okay. And then they have this conversation. Like, probably my favorite moment in the whole movie was his monologue about why killing Hitler didn't matter. It was, that was really good. That was pretty cool. Where he's he's just and, and the whole time he's they never mention Hitler and the Canadian guy's just like looking back and forth like what are you talking about what huh and he's talking about how like yeah uh, it was all it was all a costume like what do you think that outfit and the mustache and the haircut you think he liked those no those were a costume they had three backups and I just killed the first one but by the time I killed him it didn't matter because his ideology had spread. Like, I just I just killed a man, and the ideas lived on. And then there was this Hitler, and then this one died here, and then that one died there, and the fourth one blew his brains out in a ditch, right? And so they kind of neatly tie it into real history. Yeah. And then and he agrees he, to go kill Bigfoot. And conspiracy stuff. Yes. That maybe there were more Hitlers mm. after the war, but they were all bogus ones. And he uh, then he kills Bigfoot. 
Yeah, do they call him the Bigfoot the big in the foot. movie? But he does have this conversation with his brother, which this was the point to me that was the most indie. They're sitting on a park bench, and he's like, well, the government came to me. Oh, what? what? And it's like his brother doesn't have a Texas accent at all. So then Sam Elliott's like, uh, they want me to kill the Bigfoot. And his brother's just like, oh. He's like, yeah, he's carrying a disease. Well, are you going to do it? And it's like that Eddie Izzard bit where he's like, uh, what is it, Sebastian? I'm arranging matches. Uh, oh, yes, I, I guess. Uh, I, I guess hmm. I better go then. Yes, I think you I better think have. Better. <laughs> because if somebody's like, the government asked me to kill Bigfoot, he's carrying a super plague. The proper reaction is, God, what? What? No, what? All right, because that implies that his brother knows all about his crazy history. And also that Bigfoot is a well-known, just everybody in this world knows that Bigfoot exists and it's not a thing. Yeah, well. You know, like, to for him, either that or his brother's just total a cryptozoology buff and is like, oh yeah, Bigfoot, totally he exists. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's, it's, it's that kind of movie where someone like makes a statement and someone's like, you're going to do it. I think you know, I'm like, going with total seriousness, like no, and it's like, yep, yep. think I'm going to like that kind of yeah. It's that kind of movie where there's it's, it has really just unrealistic dialogue yeah. where I bet it's it looks really cool on paper. Mm-hmm. Two humans say it to each other. It's, it's weird, just completely weird, right? And and I don't mind. Obviously, I'm here for unrealistic movies. The fact that he's killing Hitler and the Bigfoot, I think that was great. But it was some of the dialogue that just reeked of indie movie tryhard. Oh, yeah. Even though other parts of it, like his monologue, he killed that fucking monologue. Um, And I even liked... So (laughs) I'm going to say right now, they convinced me to try edibles for the first time. I've never been high in my life until that night. And the second half is a little hazy for me because I just kind of felt weird and tired. <laughs> yeah, it worked because you you were, your eyes were open, but you didn't move or say anything no. for the whole last half of the movie. No, because I was just like focusing on the movie, and I was feeling a little like tingly. I don't know; it was not my thing. I learned that it's, it's, like your inside was trying to escape your outside. No, not like that. But I didn't feel bad. It was just like eh, I don't dig this. So, but I do remember that they don't fuck around. Like, you're, they're kind of leaning towards a third act where he tracks Bigfoot and it takes a while. Oh, shit. There's a bloop. Let me turn off my uh, my notifications here in this chat window. Yeah, it's just straight to him. He just shoots like, him. Like, he, he's just, they, they take him to a government facility and he says, they're, it's just like full of guns, you know, like a James Bond movie, guns and scopes and shit. And he's like, I want, I want that gun. I want that scope, and then smash cut to him shooting Bigfoot in the fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, well, he just wounds it. Right, but he thinks it's dead, because remember, he tries to bury it, and he's, like, being very respectful. Oh, right. Yeah, he, like, hauls it up a hill, like a cliff, to bury the Bigfoot. Uh-huh. And, 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 and he has this big, like, drawn-out smackdown. Yeah. Roll, like, roll him up. Yeah, because Bigfoot just, like, out. wakes back Bigfoot. up again. <laughs> Which is pretty great. That part was was awesome. If it, the whole movie had been silly like that, yeah, because it definitely was silly. But you get the feeling that the the director, the writer director, I, I think the guy did both, didn't really. He wasn't aware of how silly it was. It was like a little bit of body horror, a little bit of grindhouse. Because this is this is this is a nasty kind of frightening looking Bigfoot. Bigfoot is gross. Like, he looks like look, a chupacabra. Yeah, Bigfoot. he looks like he looks like Gollum on meth. Yeah, he looks like um, like meth foot. 
Yeah, but like he's supposed to be all diseased and shit, so that makes sense. But he's got like this creepy skull face, and he's like little and wiry. Bug eyed and has yeah, and yeah. then he he's like razzling Sam Elliott. And he's on top of him and just vomits, pukes all over him, just blah, and like and yellow. Face. Just you can't do that on television, fucking slime, just all over Sam Elliott. That was that was great, <laughs> and we this, all burst out laughing because it was so unexpected. <laughs> it's like and this is a very somber indie movie about like love and loss and the price of killing a man <laughs> and then bigfoot meth yeah, just pukes on a dude him. it's almost worth an hour of boring nonsense to see that bigfoot I, puke up <laughs> i think i'm gonna watch it again just, you know like sober like i normally am because i bet there are parts of it i would i would like more sober I don't and know. Maybe there are things that I would get out of it on a second viewing, but it's like there there, there are parts of it that I really like. I wanted it to but, be something else. Yes, but and yet it's weird because it was exactly what the title said, just not in the yeah. way we wanted it to be. I wanted a, I wanted a grindhouse movie. Yes, like if you got to if you just gave that exact movie, it's like here Tarantino. Yeah, you and Rodriguez yeah. have at it. It's got feet in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> big feet. Got big old feet. <laughs> so we have like him tracking him tracking Bigfoot, and there's just sexy Bigfoot feet like squishing <laughs> through the mud for way too long. <laughs> like, oh, okay. I know who made this one. Wait, was this Tarantino or was this Joss Whedon? And instead of Instead of Sam Elliott, it would be one of his stable of characters of, of act. Well, this one guy's dead. It would so be it Kurt be Russell. Him. Come on, it would be Russell. I think. It oh, would be. yeah, Kurt Russell yeah. would be. He'd be very be. good in a grindhouse, a full grindhouse, not not grindhouse for one puke scene. <laughs> <laughs> he had this really silly violent fight with with Bigfoot in the woods, and then you think he's gonna die, and like they show his funeral. And then he just kind of walks back out of the woods like they thought he was dead, but he just took a while to kind of get his shit back together and come back to town. So Bigfoot busts out of the ground and then seeks him out for one last battle. (laughs) But... Like the it's it's got this again very somber kind of indie movie ending where he his okay so there's a lot of symbolism in this movie some of it makes sense some of it I don't think really does like he has a rock in his shoe the entire movie and then after he comes back quote unquote from the dead the rock finally comes out of his shoe like he can finally shake it out of the bottom of his shoe which so makes sense but the monkey off his back it's a little on the nose right yeah, I hate but stuff like. But I don't even remember that being in the movie now. He uh, he also had the. Do you remember the box? Like yeah, he I was going to ask you. Did he never did open it? Did I he? think he opened it at the very end because they buried it in his empty grave, and then he went and dug it back up, and like he opens it and looks at it, but then says, "Uh, not today." And we don't know what it is. And That's I feel right. like that kind of stuff pisses me off. Well, like sometimes you don't need to know what the MacGuffin is. Like in Pulp Fiction, it doesn't matter what's in the briefcase. The briefcase is just there to move the plot along. But this is not a plot element. It's not a MacGuffin. It means something to the character. But we don't get to know. Yeah, because yeah. there's at least once or I think twice maybe he pulls it out from under the bed to look at it, looks at the box and then puts it back. And like d- your and interpretation of the like, movie, may- maybe this is the point and, and it's not necessarily a point I like, but maybe this is what they were going for. Your interpretation of the movie and his character arc is dependent on what you think is in the box. 
Like, if it is something that the lady gave him before she died, then he doesn't want to look at it because he doesn't want to go back there. And when he finally looks at it, it's because he's made peace with his life. Maybe it's a handgun and he's going to blow his brains out. Right? But... But, it's, yeah, so you, I think you summed it up best. After the movie was over, you said, I don't know what that movie was trying to say, but it sure took a long time to not say it. That's right. I did say that. And it I was, was trying, I thought I was like, I had a summary. I don't yeah. remember what it was now, but that's what it was. It was it, it was perfect. And I get. Yeah, I don't know what the movie was trying to say and not in a, ooh, that was kind of neat and ambiguous sort of way. And just a, huh? Like, you, yeah. It, 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 ends, it ends with a resounding, oh, that was... Okay. What? I mean, I don't mind ambiguity right. because like I love Lost in Translation and that is a totally ambiguous most of the movie. And I think <laughs> I think the Shining movie is better than the book because there's ambiguity to what's actually like how much is in his head and how much is real. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the book it's just an evil hotel. But in uh, this one it was kind of like all this It's like they show you all the things you need to see. And there's a bunch of things they don't explain, but there's really no reason to not explain it. Yeah. Like, it doesn't add anything to right. not explain it. Oh, I think the dog has to pee. I have a dog listeners in the room with me because he can't be trusted alone. His name is Colson. He's a new dog. Bad. Yeah, so I'm going to pause this, and I will be right back. We'll pick up where we left off because I want to talk right. about the shaving scene. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, so hold that thought. But it's like a, it's like a like a an omen shaving. Yeah, I don't know if that's really a thing. Yeah, but it was kind of it was it was really well played. Like it felt like it was a thing. Where if if he shaved him perfectly, then he was doomed. Like his 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 mission would fail. If he nicked him, he would succeed. But he couldn't nick him on purpose because then they would both be cursed. So he had to those creepy straight razor shaves and he had to try to give the perfect shave. And only if he accidentally nicked him, would he succeed in his mission? So he gives the perfect shave, but then realizes that Hitler has to die. So he goes back and cuts him and he's like, you will succeed. But now we are both cursed. (laughs) And it was pretty cool. It was a pretty cool scene. I thought it was, yeah, the, it's kind of indicative that this whole movie kind of wanted to be like a Tarantino movie. But it also... quite it, nail, it didn't really nail either. Like, it didn't nail the talking or the action. Right. It, it wanted to be a Tarantino movie, but then it also wanted to be like 500 Days of Summer. <laughs> Just kind of weird and hip dialogue yeah. and people who don't act like people. Yep. Yeah. You made me want to drink like a sour IPA. (laughs) (laughs) Not really. Those are disgusting. But, But, you know, it would get all in my, all in my 1850s beard and mustache. mm Mm-hmm. I mean, Sam Elliott can pull that off. I wanted to like it so much. Me too. Because the title alone was worth the, was worth the watch. I mean, I don't regret the time I spent watching it. Like no, it, me neither. I don't, was, I don't. I don't want my time or money back. It wasn't bad. It was just what? It's one. Of, it's a movie that's not bad, but it's also it's one of those that isn't good. Right, and it's not like there are some movies not that bad. are so mediocre they're worse than bad. 
like the Fantastic Four, the first one comes or to mind. Do- or Doom. Doom, the one with the rock. Yeah, which made me angry because it wasn't bad enough to be fun. Right. But, but this it was good th- enough to be watchable. This one was a movie that had a lot of great parts and then just a an indie movie backbone that made it like, oh, okay. Yeah. It needs that one I think uh, needs a remake. Yeah, immediately. Throw, throw a bunch more money, like triple the budget at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they probably only made it for. It's probably a few million. Yeah, at, at I guess. Most. I guess we could look that up. Oh, yeah, I got the IMDb open. I'd guess a few million. Let's see if it has the budget listed. But if you gave it like 20, like 15, 20 mil, it really put some, and made it goofy, well, at least for me. I, I mean, like you, could, you could go either way. You could either make it, re- like, lean into the goofiness of the puke scene or make it 100% dead-on serious but with realistic dialogue. Yeah, like, change the dialogue, pump up the the, effect, the production a little bit. Because mm-hmm. it's, like, it's not like any of it looked cheap, you know? Like, Bigfoot was pretty well done, creepy Bigfoot costume. Yeah, they did a good job. And they had good shots. It didn't feel... Yeah, it didn't feel like they cheaped out. They just, it was a small movie and they spent as much money on it as they needed to. But if you wanted to make it something more, you would have to spend more. I'm trying to see. I'm not seeing any budget. There's got to be a budget. Let me just see. Full cast, release, specs. Explore more. Did you know? Photo gallery, opinion. Huh. Yeah, it doesn't say. Technical specs. Okay, it's got to be on the Wikipedia page. It's always on the Wikipedia page. Where the fuck is the Wikipedia page? Uh, it's 98 minutes. It's not on the Wikipedia page. What? What did this movie cost? I'd be shocked if it was more than like three or four million. And most of that was just Sam Elliott and his salary. Huh. Well, you can get... You can get stars for pretty cheap if they you know if they like the project oh yeah and if they're in the area at the time i guess yeah because they if they shot it i think what does he live in probably i guess texas i have no idea that would be my guess where where does he live uh i mean the one the one i'm working on right now has a name in it and just because he lives in seattle oh he lives in malibu that is the last place I expected Sam Elliott to live. <laughs> really? Yeah. He lives like, in Malibu? Uh-huh. Malibu, Texas? He, uh, yes, that Malibu. The other Texas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, where did they film this? Uh, uh, does it say where they filmed? Oh, Western Massachusetts. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where he was uh, at the time. Massachusetts. <clears throat> it's It's well executed. I can't fault it technically. Right. It's just... it's. There are a lot of films that are technically well executed that, like, uh, like I didn't like, uh, everybody was talking, like, crazy, amazing shit about Heredity, and it's a movie where almost everything about it was good, and I didn't like it at all. Yeah, it's with the, the technology available now, and there's, pl- there's plenty of experienced crew, so that mm-hmm. if you want to shoot something that looks good, that isn't hard to do. Right. Because it's not that hard to get good camera and my and electric stick and shoot it and light it really well so mm-hmm. it'll look great and the the technology is accessible like the cameras and the editing all that stuff is not 
that hard to get anymore. So it's it's not that difficult to make something look amazing. It's just getting the everything else part. Right. Getting the, write, the writing, acting, and the art department yeah. stuff. And, and I think this one, this one failed the most in the writing, which is weird to say because some of the writing was really good. But then, yeah, it was just uneven. Like it was, some of yeah. it was like really compelling. There are some, there are some weird indie movie scenes that even Sam Elliott can't sell. Yeah, you know, he can't, yeah. he can't salvage weird, awkward conversations. But well, I'm not sitting on camera and electric. You guys do a great job. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, anybody could do this with the stuff you've got now. But <laughs> yeah, best boy, key grip electric. We love you guys. Oh, the the latest call sheet I got because Rachel's the is best is best gal. So they altered the. She's besting. The title. She's besting. Yes, <laughs> that that is exactly what it's called. She's besting. So I wish they, they had made it boying. Gal. She's boying. <laughs> yeah, there's there's best boy grip and best boy electric. Besting. That should be too bad. It isn't boying. Mm-hmm. Is yeah, it... boying on this movie. What are you, a Catholic priest? <laughs> oh, zing! Oh man, that's topical. Oh, uh, it's it's been topical <laughs> for two thousand years, and it's gonna keep being topical because they won't do anything about it. Yep. Oh God, that is perennial black comedy. Is priest fucking boys? Yep, that'll never get old. Mm-hmm. It already has. Mm-hmm. And then it just <laughs> kept going. Oh, what else? What else about this movie? I, I liked. I, I liked the Bigfoot look. Yeah, and it, it, the fact that you expect a nine foot tall hulking beast, but he was like he was smaller than Sam Elliott. Yeah, he looked like the guy from the little ape guy from Land of the Lost. Yeah, but grosser. But gross. Yeah, like really the gross version of that. Yeah, I liked the look of Bigfoot. It was a bold choice. I liked Sam Elliott's mustache. He always has a crushing mustache. That's true. He's I I would not know what to do with him without a mustache. Um, uh, I'm trying to... What if he had played the role as Eagleton Ron? Oh man, <laughs> sandals the whole time. Yeah, in sandals, just like chomping on celery. My shirt, Don. Ah, yeah, you got your Ron Swanson shirt on. Where's my Ron Swanson shirt your today? Bacon shirt. Do you ever launder that shirt? Yeah, I swear you wore it like three times on vacation. Well, I only brought like three shirts. Oh, okay. Whatever. Yeah, I don't know what else to say about that movie. Other than it was a really weird movie to watch your first time high. <laughs> we oh. should have we could have picked something else. No, we were gonna watch that goddamn movie. It was the yeah, only one we had it, time yeah. for, and we were gonna watch it together. Because I don't want to watch it alone, and my wife's certainly not gonna watch it with me. Are we gonna fall asleep? What was she doing? Uh I think she stayed awake the whole time and was just as mystified as we were. Because uh, I don't think we debriefed her on that one. No, I would like to have had Alex's opinion, but she unfortunately had to leave a day early. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did anything else cool happen on the vacation other than Idiot Cave Boy? Well, you guys got me into Adventure Zone. Oh, yeah. Finally, we finally got yeah. me hooked on that. How how far are you now? Um, into the... They're doing backstory stuff in the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's That's an interesting arc. Yeah, I like that. Like episode forty something, I think. Oh yeah. Do you know how many episodes are in the balance story? Forty eight. Sixty nine. And they did that on purpose. Hi, dudes. 
Uh, yeah. That's so show. Not that you need to listen to any other podcast, but this one. Yeah, but the Adventure Zone by the the uh, far superior to us McElroy family. Well, we don't have Clint McElroy. We need him. Yeah, we just need jo- only Clint. He's the linchpin. Who is way too hilarious for being like 70 years old. Yep. Uh, they're the second main story they, they do. And if you already listen, listeners, I'm sorry. I'm just previewing with Blake. It's called Amnesty. And it uses a system called Monster of the Week, which is kind of like a rules light, story heavy system about uh, that's like uh, Supernatural slash Buffy slash X Files, right? Where it's built to have short stories where you're hunting one monster. And oh, when is that? Is that before the Balance arc? No, no, no. It's after Balance. It's the next story oh, they that's do coming. Okay. Right, and it's set in uh, West West Virginia outside the Green Bank Telescope, and Bigfoot's in it, and Mothman's in it, and they like they hunt what? fucking cryptids, and it's killer. That sounds fun. It's very good. Uh, Clint's character's name is uh, Ned Chicane, and Ned is a former burglar and con man who owns a cryptozoology museum called the Cryptonomica. <laughs> Cool, I can't wait to get to oh, that. Oh, yeah, it's pretty, and they're about to wrap that one up. Uh, it's, 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 it's good shit. I'm going to see them live in two weeks. Oh, where at? Uh, at uh, Butler University here in Indianapolis. It's not the Adventure Zone. It's um, My Brother, My Brother, and Me, which yeah, is that one's pretty good also too. pretty good. Uh, yeah, but I'd love to see Taz live because uh, there are a bunch of live episodes. Whenever they do a live Adventure Zone, they just do a side story with the uh, the balance characters, and it's just silly as fuck. It's great. Like, one of them is basically Castlevania. They have to go kill Dracula. And then Dracula is so great, he becomes a recurring character in other live episodes. It's very silly, and it, I love yeah. it a lot. Yeah, but it also gets serious. Like, it's just because yeah. they don't take everything seriously doesn't mean they don't take anything seriously. It's good. It's, yeah, go listen to The Adventure Zone. It's way better than our show. You could learn something from that it's, uh, yeah. Bigfoot Hitler movie. Yeah, learn some... Uh, how to keep my attention and make me aware of what's happening and why it's happening. Be silly and then sometimes serious, but mm-hmm. mostly silly. Yes. Uh, Abraka, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good line. They're, they sell a pin that says that, and I want that pin, but I, I have nowhere to wear that pin. But then where can you wear it? I can't. I just, I can't do it, so I'm not gonna. Um, you have anything else? Anything else to say? Oh, not really. I've been just doing work stuff forever. Yeah, yeah me too. I'm trying to... Since we start shooting tomorrow, that's going to be like my life all day, every day for a month. So we may not have another episode for another little while. But we are planning on – I'm going to be in San Francisco for a conference for work, and Blake is trying to meet me there. So yeah, we'll we can... see how much how much money I make on yeah. this. Um, have you ever been to San Francisco? Only the airport. Yeah, it's a good city. It's I love it. I mean, it's dirty. I will not I, uh, pretend it's not. It's kind of gross and stinky in some places, but it's way less gross and stinky than New Orleans. And it's got all the character, just a different kind of it. I, lo- I love San Francisco. And you get to have an In-N-Out burger. Oh, I've had those. They're pretty oh, good. I love them so much. I so, think they should give me I'm the, the, the snake wrangler <laughs> on one, even though there are no scripted snakes. The production is very afraid of them so they should get you extra pay for that rattlesnake country like i got it i got it i got this bitches so yeah if if, be a bump if if we both make it out together 
after you know after hours after the conference is done maybe we can put something together but that's not going to be till july so we'll i'll keep you posted on social media maybe we'll have something here or there i ran out of relevant episodes of spocast with the two i posted <laughs> what's weird is that because you, you didn't tell me that's what you were posting and i was getting notifications like spocast has six <laughs> on facebook but what why we haven't done that since like 2015 maybe 26 yeah uh or earlier those episodes came from 14 because they were like in the months before i moved back to indy yeah because it's been a while and then i i keep seeing it like once a week i get a notification like spoolcast has two new views yeah what why how come and then cast yeah yeah apologies uh a little late for anybody who didn't know what to expect i didn't think of this till after i had already uploaded them which had taken me a while to find the right ones and kind of figure out oh is this the one where we talk about bigfoot okay this one is i had to i had to like scrub through like four episodes before i found the one i'm real happy you got those it did not occur to me until after they were uploaded that i should have recorded just a two minute intro to drop in the top of them so hilarious that you did it it's just a totally different show (laughs) and and i put it in the note like if you downloaded it and look at the description i explained it but if you were not expecting that i apologize about your confusion but it's us and we did talk about bigfoot in both of them so it kind of works and it's so much it's more produced it has commercials (laughs) and all kinds of (laughs) the elk family of restaurants they owe us two more free meals yeah Russell made all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. I thought, yeah. Russell's doing all right. I just saw him yeah, a cool. week or so ago. Good for him. I know. We still need to do the one where he get his kids, his kids on to talk about oh, cryptids yeah. with us. Yeah. Because, that, yeah, that's a great idea. You need to make that happen. I'll, I'll try to do that when I'm yeah. back at – I'm in Wenatchee for two weeks, I think, and then back in Seattle. Well, there wasn't there some other dude you were going to try to get on from Z Nation – was it? I don't remember. Was, and I forget why, but I, I kept reminding you, either. and you kept forgetting, and it wasn't big enough a deal to like really care about. I can't remember now. Uh, I don't know. Oh, they just did a big sale. They sold off some of the wardrobe and oh, some wow. of the makeup effects props. Some of the green makeup. Did they? Did they sell off your uh, mop handle? <laughs> the shock rod. rod? <laughs> I don't know where that would ever happen to that. That Did, was just garbage we found at Kaiser that got like zip tied together. <laughs> it looked good. Did look good. Did they did they sell off the ski pole control joystick? Oh, that never that never got used. Oh man, I was so proud. I helped you find that. Jock got cut. Shit. Because we were that was when was that? We were going to Portland or something? Yeah, you, you explained that the season was ending on a literal cliffhanger. Yeah, which it did. And they had this spaceship thing, and there was supposed to be a shot of, like, the crew inside doing stuff. So they needed a control stick for something. I don't know if it was – I forget now if it yeah, was and I, I was I was in town for a, for a few or days. whatever it was. So I went and around. I could, we were, like, we were looking for joysticks at all the thrift stores and pawn shops, and we could couldn't find, find any. So we got a, uh, a, a, a ski pole instead because it looks like that. Just cut, you know. Yeah. Getting close. Put a red cut button it, on it. Cut half of it off and yeah. glue a glue a little red doodad on the top, and mm-hmm. you got a there you go. You got a joystick with a, a zapper button on the top. Then it, the whole interior thing got cut, so it was just the like VFX goofy spaceship thing. <laughs> so, all right, I don't I don't have anything else to say. 
Yeah, I'm out. Yeah. I got. I'm on kind of a constricted time. I gotta. Yeah, and I gotta. I gotta make sure the dog isn't eating the rug. So. Cool. And I'm on John Wick tonight. So. Oh shit! It's it's I'm fucking excited. good. So good. Saw it. Yeah, I saw it on uh, opening weekend. Um, and stop singing along to the outro music. So, uh, oh, hey, Blake, everybody remember to, uh, be excellent to each other. 69, dudes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was our review of a movie that was really, really weird. Uh, as I said before, don't know when we're going to be back, but we will be back eventually. It's just a hiatus due to Blake's work schedule. Uh, and uh, thank you for listening. And we know that we talk about how we don't have any listeners, but we know we do. And we appreciate if you stick with us, even though we're on a really odd schedule for this summer. Um, bye. <laughs>